Welcome to the Faith Seeking Freedom Podcast, a project of the Libertarian Christian Institute. Your questions about faith and liberty deserve thoughtful answers, and we're dedicated to giving you solid responses so you can live free and flourish. This is more of a statement, but it's going to be obvious what we're being asked to address. It's a little bit longer than just a simple question from Noah. I'd love to hear a discussion on how, if the rights of the unborn can be protected in a stateless society functioning under a private legal system, since the victim of abortion, by nature, cannot assert his or her own right to life or contract for protection. That's an issue I've grappled with a lot with, just wondering if there is a good answer out there. To kind of preface the situation here, if for those who are not anarchists or who are like new to the idea of anarchism in sort of a stateless society sense, not as in the chaos sense that a lot of people use that word for, the idea here is that in a stateless society, people would be able to and free to contract with protection agencies and other agencies that we already currently think of as only in the purview of the state. And without a state asserting the right of an unborn child to have protection, well, where would that come from? And that's kind of the, the essence of the question. Is that how you understand it, Nick? I think so. And a friend of mine actually asked me a very similar question just quite recently. And so we had a bit of a discussion on that. When we're thinking, what would a stateless market-based social order look like? In some sense, it's impossible to say exactly what it would look like. I mean, we, we don't actually know. That's part of the beauty of the market is the market can innovate and entrepreneurs and other people with capital will find ways to solve problems in a profitable manner. So if we knew exactly what it would look like, that would be kind of an argument in favor of a state to implement what it would exactly look like. Yeah, I, I suppose it could be if you want to take that route from a purely utilitarian sort of perspective. But yeah, so I mean, but I can, I can speculate using market principles. So things we know about the market from Austrian economic theory, things that, that are axiomatic or can be derived from things that are axiomatic about economics. So if we had a purely market-based contract order, you know, I'd expect that at least in some areas, some jurisdictions, we'd see a greater appreciation for things like father's rights. So the, the idea that, that we have now is sort of that, you know, a, abortion is just a, a woman's choice. That's what the left always makes it out to be a woman's right. But what about, what about father's rights? You know, in a, in a market-based free contract society, you may have entire communities or countries, well, they wouldn't be countries in the, in the state sense, but, but regions, large-scale regions that form around having a greater appreciation for things like uh, father's rights. Really, it comes down to what's in the culture. So if we think right now, like as we're recording this, there's a new nominee to the Supreme Court. Roe versus Wade is a major topic of discussion. The, the question is, is it going to be repealed? Isn't it going to be repealed? Okay, I, I don't know if it will. It's possible. But even if it is, it's still going to be legal in most states. And part of the reason for that is because over these past 40 some odd years uh, since the decision was handed down, abortion has become an accepted part of American culture and really broader Western culture. But just thinking here in the United States, Roe versus Wade specifically. So it's, it's primarily a cultural problem. 
the demand is there. And as long as the demand is there, whether it's legal or illegal under a state regime, people are going to find a way to supply that demand. So really what you have to do is change the culture. You have to cut into the demand. And I think in a, in a stateless society, if you are really slashing into the demand for abortion through ministry, through seeing people come to Christ, uh, all, all these sorts of good things, if you're cutting into the demand that way, the market will naturally sort of suppress those institutions which provide those services because they won't be profitable. And that could happen in a number of ways. It could be that just nobody wants to buy that service. And so it's not a profitable business period. Or it could be that, you know, because of contracts and market pressures, people who get abortions or are abortion doctors maybe could, uh, you, you know, you might have people who don't want to rent to them, who don't want to insure them, who don't want to sell to them. And so essentially, it makes it impossible for them to function if they persist in that profession. They are essentially exiled from society by the market and market pressures. Go back and listen to our interview with Bob Murphy, where we talked about how would society work without the state, because he dives into some of this stuff as well. So again, that's a very broad answer. Nobody knows exactly what it would look like. But if you change the culture and change the demand for abortion, then in a stateless society, I mean, you're not going to have Planned Parenthood running around because there'd be no taxes. And Planned Parenthood is a parasite that subsists on taxes. So if there's no taxes, there's no Planned Parenthood. And if you're cutting into the demand, you know, there won't be donors to fund alternative abortion services. There won't be people who are going out and seeking abortion services. And to the extent that there are, if the majority of the market is against that and penalizing that, then it will naturally sort of die off. And so the market ends up being the most effective mechanism for suppressing these sorts of things in a cooperative and voluntary way. The episode with Bob Murphy is episode 29. So if you go back and listen to episode 29 of our podcast, Bob Murphy lays out that quite a bit. In fact, it's actually a pretty lengthy episode. Uh, it's one of our longer ones as well. So there's a lot more to, to dig in with. Uh, and I would also recommend Bob Murphy's book, Chaos Theory. This podcast was inspired by our popular book, Faith Seeking Freedom, which is available on Kindle, softcover, and audiobook at faithseekingfreedom.com. Want your questions answered on our podcast? Email us at podcast at libertarianchristians.com. And don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review our podcast so we can reach more Christians with the message of liberty.